वेलकम टू द रियल एपिसोड 17। आई एम नॉट मेकिंग करेक्शंस टू द प्रीवियस वन ए बिकॉज इट विल टेक अ बिट ऑफ एन एफर्ट आई डोंट वांट टू मेक सेकेंडली आई ऑल्सो वॉन्ट टू ड्राइव अ पॉइंट दैट वी हैव बिकम टू अकस्टम्ड टू errorless blemishless presentations which are always going to be larger than life because life will always be full of errors and a few mistakes so perfection is a false notion and we have been i believe whipping ourselves to achieve it even though it is the most elusive least defined pursuit of ours one thing is guaranteed if we follow any form of perfection it will keep us totally dissatisfied and uh, miles away from contentment instead let us follow the path of excellence what is excellence to excel in one's life without a comparative image or a yardstick that would be excellence no two human lives are the same no two human body is made the same no two human minds work in the same manner the patterns are similar they can be defined and understood but they will always have their own uniqueness their own special flavor or fragrance to add because in nature every creation is custom built there is no factory setting there is no production line there is no standardization the broad parameters the broad design is standardized but the rest of it is totally customized with that let us uh, put a full stop to the gyan sessions the knowledge download for a bit nf of vedic science for now let us now focus on some more useful and practical information which may be of uh, direct concern and uh, utility to us whatever age you may be in whatever stage of life you may be in whatever state of health or ill health you may be in there is always a way forward there are means and methods that you can follow and pursue and get on to the path of excellence and in that your physical reality your body is a very important very vital part of it it is unfortunate that we are in a culture where the perfect ones lead the way forward we have always been taught to look up to perfect examples ideals and try to emulate them follow them but in my case for sure it has never worked instead i would very often be more curious about somebody who's more like me somebody who's struggling as much as i am and i would try and draw more inspiration from them the perfect ones the picture perfect ones made me feel inadequate small insufficient imperfect 
everything negative with so much negative against myself my self image also became very negativated so i never got around to pursuing things that i wanted to and i wondered what am i supposed to do wait for a life rebirth when everything is going to be perfect and then i will uh, pursue all these things and what if that time in that life i did not have any of these wishes then what apparently others are not even as verbose about such limitations as i am so i have always uh, taken this liberty in my uh, public speeches of making the assumption that i am talking to people in front of me who are all me <laughs> so i have always had um, sundars sitting in front of me for i am not a yogi and in tamil i would i could be called a yogi if at all <laughs> ayogyan i am not a yogyan but an ayogyan but i don't care i don't care because i have realized what pursuing excellence is remember that story when gautam buddha showed the group of meditators a single flower in answer to the question of what is enlightenment the day you realize that no matter where you are what kind of a soil you are in what kind of a seed gave you birth what your breed may be you have the freedom to blossom fully to whatever extent you can that is what your life's purpose can be there is no other the millions of flowers that blossom in the valley of flowers do so when there is nobody to see them blossom and they don't seem to care no two flowers are the same no two flowers of the same breed blossom in the same manner unless of course they are genetically modified i am not genetically modified so ha- so to have an ideal and then try to uh, match up and catch up it's an impossibility you're not made to do that but not our fault not my fault i've been put into this race i have run this race enough number of years so have you but you can get off it and pursue the path of excellence whenever you choose to that much freedom the universe has granted to you you were born you were created because the universe thought you were worth it so let nobody make you believe otherwise we may have missed out on a utopian lifestyle where we were taught all the four paths of yoga when the time was ripe but honestly nobody got it perfect nobody has ever got it perfect and it is never too late so let us start with the most fundamental understanding of human anatomy <laughs> no 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 this is not a biology class this is i am not going to go into knowledge download on human anatomy i am only going to announce introduce to you the most bombastic discoveries of mine so which is the most important part of your body 
is it the brain is it the heart is it the liver is it the kidney is it the stomach the intestines your genitals the thyroid glands adrenaline what which is the most important part of your body most important i am not saying uh, these parts that i mentioned just now are not important but the beauty is even if they shrunk down to a bare minimum your body would still be capable of living surviving and subsisting and such an important aspect of your physiology have never has never been in focus i mean i've i've studied biology till class 10 never did i imagine that this one part of my body is actually my body yeah i mean if this is all i had with a bit of something else attached and added to it it is enough for a life on this planet science seems to have either they haven't discovered it yet yeah i mean science the way we know it is only 700 years old or so and 700 years is nothing so science either they haven't understood it or if i am a conspiracy theorist i would say intentionally it has been kept away from you because if you learned this maybe life can change maybe life would have changed completely and you would not be available to be subservient and to be controlled enslaved i could go on with that also but for now let us keep it simple and straightforward a part of your body which is the main part of your body rendered as just a mere part of your skeletal system is this fantastic phenomenon called spine oh yeah it is bombastic your first reptilian ancestor is only spine no skeleton the snake the serpent and it is not out of fear or some vague imagination that the yogis from the vedic traditions have made the serpent their main deity their inspiration it is not by accident that kundalini is visualized as the serpent resting in three and a half coils in the root chakra and when she rises through the central column of your spine and reaches the peak nirvana is guaranteed it is not by accident it is in many ways your truth your physical exhilaration suffering pain degradation is fundamentally primarily about your spine if your hands and feet were to be cut off you would not just be alive you'll be you could be alive and kicking as long as you do not have any problem with your spine you have muscular hands and muscular arms and muscular thighs and muscular feet but i break your spine you are finished if you still have a doubt go check out online search for nick oikik australian environmentalist go check it out nick 
अब यौकिक डॉयकिक जॉयकिक समथिंग लाइक दैट है जॉयकिक ऑयकिक सो निक ऑयकिक दैट शुड बी द करेक्ट प्रोनाउंसिएशन आई गेस अ मैन विदाउट लेग्स विदाउट हैंड्स हैज बीन लिविंग अ फुलर लाइफ देन मोस्ट पीपल आई नो नथिंग हैज स्टॉप्ड हिम He even takes a swim. No hands, no feet. Okay, go check him out. You will have no doubt that your spine is you. So you are your spine, not your hands, not your brain, not your heart. None of it. They're all supporting role. Main role, main hero, main heroine is your spine. So along the spine, right from uh, from the top of your head. Till the tailbone, how many joints are there? This is a quiz question. Try and answer it. I'll give you a minute. How many joints do you think there are between the peak of your head and your tailbone? I have asked this question to many people, and usually the answers that I get, <laughs> usually the answers I get are incorrect. So if your answer is zero, you're correct, huh? Yeah. Along the spine there are no joints. There are joints first in the shoulder, then in the elbow, and then multiple joints, wrist and fingers. but all these joints mind you all these joints move only in a particular direction then till your tailbone there is nothing the next you get the joint you get is in your hip on your hips the hip joint knees again there is bend only in a particular way only in a particular direction and then the ankles and then the big toes period that is these are the only joints you have in your body your spine has not a single joint and yet you and i have been using our spine as if it is made of joints yes or no that much educated we are after spending 12 years in school and 4 plus years in higher studies this is all we know so simple rule take care of your spine that will take care of your physiology simple Very strange. All your endocrine glands, all your endocrine glands are attached to your spine. And yet, when I other day said 35 million nadis, it didn't ring any bell. It made no sense. You have no visual. The moment I said your heart is not pumping enough blood, you will be worried. Your liver is not functioning at at its fullest. You will be worried. Your kidney, oh my God, it is only working at forty percent of its effectiveness efficiency. You will be scared. Your stomach lining, you know, it has patches, ulcers. Oh my goodness! But your spine, it is true. Thirty-five million nadis or nerves, all connected to your spine because that is your central nervous system. through which your body your brain all parts communicate complement support each other 
everything is happening through your spine and yet it is not the focal point of your anatomy in your self concept or self image that is yoga the more and more you are able to understand your spine focus on your spine not spleen not pancreas not colon <laughs> not that they are not important they stop their function life will be hell but they will function beautifully sweetly when your central nervous system the spinal column is in good shape in is in good health so most of yoga is focusing on the spine it is brilliant it is bombastic so when you place your dhyana focus attention onto your feet when you're walking or standing your head will automatically straighten up and be firmly placed over your shoulders so in analogy it is like three pots of different sizes placed one on top of another and joined by a cord or a wire i saw this somewhere on youtube i can't figure where that video is anymore if i find it i'll post it maybe it will be useful so your head is one part your uh, midriff is another part i mean the entire body from the shoulders till the hips that's another part and the lower part of the body is one more part below the hips so if you displace one of the parts you know somehow twist it turn it not be not uh, keep it straight it is right away going to put a lot of unnecessary damaging pressure on the cord on the wire that is connecting the three parts and the three parts are connected such that if one is displaced the other two have to be displaced in order to keep the balance so if your head is down the other two parts will have to readjust themselves twist themselves in a way readjust themselves in a way that the balance is established and this ends up twisting your back twisting your spine the connecting cord the wire in a very very dangerous way and we been inadvertently in our ignorance straining this cord right through so head placed firmly on top of your shoulders automatically align the three parts and you will have an erect spine not straight your spine is not straight it can be erect it is curvilinear so erect spine so that the central column nervous system can communicate through and through the body without any stress or strain pranayama is a direct method of cleansing the central nervous system it balances the two nervous systems sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems so that the central nervous system can be cleansed in uh, yogic terms ida and pingala when they are balanced then sushumna now sushumna is the saraswati river saraswati the gupta river the secret river saraswati 
and it is Saraswati who is supplying nectar, amrita, to all the parts of the body, nourishing them, keeping them alive and in full vitality. Pranayamam is a direct straight of cleansing the central nervous system. I could go on talking about the serpent, <laughs> the spine, but just to introduce this for now, whatever you do, spend a few minutes meditating, connecting with your spine any which way you can. Um, you could uh, sit down quietly in whatever asana you like to sit in, keep your uh, head firmly on top of your shoulders, close your eyes and imagine, visualize, there's a stream of light, a tube light entering from the peak of your head, the top of your head and traveling along your spine and en ending at your tailbone and visually just try and keep this tube light straight. You don't need to strain yourself. Simply keep the tube light straight. And you will find that you are automatically sitting with the spine as erect as it can get at this point without any effort. Your shoulders will drop and relax. Your hands will drop and relax. Sit in this posture for a while and be with your spine. In the subsequent episodes, I will lead you into a hybrid variety of yogic practices which will ease you into most aspects of health and uh, maybe we will work on a combination of the four yoga so that we could practice it in today's time irrespective of whatever age, physical shape or state of affairs may be. Step 1. Slow down. Step 2. Focus on your feet. Step 3. Engage in forming a connection with your spine.